history belongs to John Moran. Five seconds to go. Chris Beard comes down. He's shaking hands with Coach Drew. Bears inbound. You can drop the curtain on the Irwin Center with a Baylor win tonight here in Austin. Bears win over the Longhorns. Red Raiders up by five. Shot blocked for a moment. Tipped up in the air. Taken and saved to arms. Good night. 18-0 at home. Unbelievable. First in school history. The Red Raiders are undefeated at home. The streak continues. 73-68. That's as close to trash talking as you'll hear John Morris. TJ, the uh, Baylor play-by-play guy there. You can drop the curtain on the Irwin Center. Ooh. If... It was Haxton. Like, if Tech had won the final game in there, he would have, like, said something like, stick it up Bevo's nose or something like that. I mean, he would have really rubbed there. nose, yeah. Yeah. They're lucky it was John Morris in the final game. Slaughter that cow! (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Carve up Bevo and serve him on the flight home. Texas Tech wins. Something really... (laughs) vicious good morning everyone hour three t-row in the morning show it's march march one tuesday march one we're brought to you every day by extreme outdoor equipment have you been out there yet tj yes i was out there with you the uh for the remote oh that's right yeah yeah that's right Mm -hmm. uh xoe is a full line dealer of bad boy zero turn mowers you know i am considered the bad boy of oklahoma sports radio that's why we're such a perfect team Mowers, tractors, and implements, and their slogan is, try it before you buy it. Both locations have a couple of acres of grass, and they encourage their customers, TJ, to take their mowers for a spin before deciding which mower is right for them. Bad Boy is made in America, red, white, and blue, and has been one of the top brands of mowers for more than a decade. You can get them at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Let's go to the phones. Dr. B. Is I'm on sorry. Hold. I got Dot B to laughing off the air. Good morning, Doc. Huggy Bear. Yeah. He's excited over Huggy Bear. I said, you're going to go down and give Huggy Bear a hug tonight. <laughs> he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, too. We're going to get down or not. Are you going to the game, Doc? Yeah. Senior night, yeah. Yeah, senior night. That's right. 
got something for you. Well, I got something for you. We're in Dope Center, right? We're in Dope Center. Court. Try that again. What was that, Doc? Billy Tubbs Court. Oh, Billy Tubbs Court. Name the court Billy Tubbs Court. I like that idea. And the Lloyd Noble TJ. Deserving, very much so yeah. deserving. Absolutely. Statue, court, he needs it all. Yeah. All right, Doc, anything else? How do you feel about the baseball team after a 5-2 and two start, Doc? Good. You, you well said. Good well you said. I do, I do feel good. I wish they had won all three against Northwestern State. But, boy, the pitching looks good early. Got to get those bats going, Doc. How do we get the bats going? Friday, LSU, Friday, LSU, Friday, LSU. LSU Friday. Maybe they've been laying in the weeds waiting for their uh, LSU. Last time with the no-no, right? Last time. Right, Dane Acker no-no'd them two years ago. Yeah. You get Jake Bennett this time around. It's a home run. It's a home run. Mitchell, Mitchell, his home run. Mitchell. Justin Mitchell. Home run. Yeah, he's the one that uh, – yeah, it was a one nothing game, right? Hey, yeah. Justin Mitchell homered in like the eighth inning or something like that. It was yeah. late. Good memory, Doc. That's right. Yeah, take care, guys. Take care. I bet, you're ready, uh, I bet you're ready for some games at old L. Dale Mitchell Park, aren't you, Doc? Yeah. You know, after this weekend, 16 of the next 18 are at home. How about that? That's good. That's good, Doc. Take care, guys. Take care. Get you out there. Get you walking the concourse. Have some pizza parties on Saturday. Oh yeah. State. I was there for that one. Freezing. That was freezing that day, Doc. That was cold. Well, yeah. There. All right. We'll get you one. All right. Good talking to you, Doc. See. Ya. That might be the longest conversation we've ever had with Doc TJ. We covered might a be. variety of topics there. Yeah. Sixteen of the next eighteen after this weekend. At home. He said he did want a hug, Huggy Bear. If you could get him down there, can you make that happen? No. Oh, okay. A little effort on your part, but go ahead. Well, hang on. What are you asking? If I can get him on the floor, I think, or if I can arrange a I, hug between. I think him if you and could hug, arrange the Huggins. hug, that would be nice of you. I cannot do that. No, no. I'm scared of Bob Huggins. <laughs> He's a very physically intimidating man. Who is uh, who stares through your soul when he looks at you? There will be no pregame fist bumps for the opposing radio crew from Bob Huggins. You don't think so? <laughs> no. Drake does not have to worry about looking up in pregame tonight. <laughs> Although Bob is one of these guys that comes out early and walks around and does his he does his pregame He's interview stretching. live courtside. Yeah. Uh, Lon obviously did that. There's not many coaches that'll come out before. Uh, most coaches like to make their grand entrance right before tip, you know. All the assistants. I've always found that interesting about basketball. It's only a basketball thing. Football, you see the head coaches out there during stretching, and they're shaking hands and, you know, chatting it up, and uh, Mike Leach is having a cup of coffee. Baseball coaches are out there on the field and uh, batting practice and all kinds of stuff. Uh, for, for some reason, ba- in basketball, the assistant coaches come out with the team for warm-ups, right? Mm-hmm. They're out there. They got the strength and conditioning coach. You got the assistant coach. 
the head coach, I guess, is back just doing, you know, strategizing on the whiteboard until the last possible second. I don't know what. And then they make the grand entrance into the arena right before tip-off. You don't see most head coaches until right before tip-off. I don't know why that is. Why is that? Um, Bob Knight, I feel like Bob Knight started that, but maybe I just, look, it was always a big deal when Bob Knight entered the arena and was always right before tip-off, but maybe it's always been that way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How much longer does Uh, Bob Huggins have? He's got to be pushing 70 now, 69, 70. Are you talking to coach? Yeah, to coach. Is he just a lifer that's just going to keep going until? I mean, he's still. How old do you think he is? Let's give an age I'm going to say 69 years old. I don't think he's quite 70, but I think he's pushing it. 68. Okay. Uh, He's been doing it a long time. Yeah, 68. Yeah, that's right. 68. Uh, Bob Huggins is up for the Hall of Fame this year, by the way. He has 913 career wins. How about that? Boy, that's a bunch. That is a bunch. One final four? I'm trying to think of how many final fours he's been to. I think just the one. Just the one, I think. Uh, he doesn't. I'm trying to see the breakdown of wins. Uh, your question was how many more years is he going to coach? You can ask him. That you know, this when is you're the kind of year. With Doc B. This is the kind of year that could drive a man into retirement. To be honest with you. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I'm just saying, like, he is so used to winning. Ugly. Twenty plus game. Well, yeah, but. 20-plus games and going to NCAA tournaments, and here he drops a, they're 14-15, and 3-13 and 13 in conference play. This is the kind of year that makes a man say, maybe I should maybe I should uh, hang it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kevin Henry uh, sharing his thoughts. How about that text we just received? Yeah, I won't, Holy cow. I won't say what he just said. Jeez. Holy cow. Yeah, there will, there will be no pregame handshake between Bob Huggins and Kevin Henry. Jiminy Christmas. 913 career wins. Now, I asked Kevin this on Saturday. I think Porter Moser does push-ups before he comes onto the floor. He When, he, when Porter comes out, he comes charging down the tunnel. And his chest is puffed out a little bit. I like, uh, like he walks like he's just done a set of push-ups before coming out. I would I've never asked him. I would be willing to put money on that. Yeah. Just the way he walks out. I told you how much I sat and watched him during the Bedlam game that I couldn't watch the game because I'm sitting there watching Porter Moser. There's no doubt in my mind he does some jumping jacks and push-ups before he goes out that tunnel. Yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, oh, Kevin Henry was calling you a cheater, not Bob Huggins. Why am I cheating? Oh, because I guess his, his age? age? Yeah. Well, come on, Bob. <laughs> That's not that. Stop it. <laughs> You know what's amazing about Kevin is Kevin is gifted in some different areas, and he wants you to know what those areas are, like being able to wake himself up at any time, any day, right? Three-point shooting, obviously. 
but he's unwilling to admit that you might be gifted in an area. You're just gifted at guessing people's ages. Why can't well, you be gifted again, at guessing people's ages? It's not it's so hard, hard for him to comprehend. It's not hard to figure out that Bob Huggins is in his late 60s, like maybe 70, and that's what I said. That's that's not that hard to figure out. Kevin's amazed by your ability to guess people's ages. <laughs> Wake himself up at 521 in the morning to catch a flight? Oh, that's easy. Guess someone's age? No Bob, Impossible. No Bob Huggins is old. Impossible. <laughs> My man's talented, Kev. Back off. All right? Uh, all right, 815 in the morning. So we got Bob Huggins in the house tonight. Sooners and Mountaineers. 6 o'clock tip-off, 530 pregame with Kevin Henry. Coming up tonight, got to win it, got to win it, got to win this one, got to win Saturday, might might have to win one or two in Kansas City, but um, uh, Porter Moser said after Saturday's Bedlam win, one of the most dangerous things to do in sports is count out someone with heart, so we'll see if his team can uh, make it two in a row coming up tonight. TJ Perry says Sooners win tonight on the heels of him picking them to lose to Oklahoma State on Yeah, my track Saturday. record has not been good with the OU basketball team this and year, so take that for what it's worth. Just to reiterate, you will not be in attendance tonight. You will not, no. Because um hmm. we're trying to think of a good reason here, folks. Bear with us. I don't have a reason. I mean, I could go. I mean, my kid's going. I'm just not to go. I'm just I'm letting him have his night with his friends and buddies. They're going as a group. So, like dad in the house, like I'm not going to do that. Just go have fun with your friends. Yeah, that's true. It is a uh, eleven thousand seat arena, <laughs> and he might feel smothered if you're anywhere in the in the arena with him. So good parenting on your I gotta, part. I got to uh, cook fish tacos Porter, tonight for dinner. Porter, if you're listening. Hopefully you understand. TJ will not be there to support you in this must-win game tonight because he doesn't want to smother his child, who might be five sections over. <laughs> that wasn't a good excuse. Dad, come it! I'll come up with we'll a be better back. one. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. R.K. Black bringing you this hour. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Give them a call, 405-943-9800, or visit them online, 9rkblack.com. Uh, uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. Guys, there's nothing wrong with spending 7 to 12 hours out of the day fishing. I do it all the time, and I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, I golf. So I get it. I mean, it's not my deal, but a lot of people love it. So my brother loves fishing. Uh, Bronx Perry loves fishing. We've established mm-hmm. that on the show today. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't, I, I like to think I'm a patient person, but I think I get bored 
uh, when I go fishing. And uh, that's a flaw in me. It's nothing against you people that love fishing. You're more patient than I am. But uh, I get bored out there. So I Plus, hit a, hit a golf ball like when you it. catch a fish, you just want to immediately eat it. Well, I usually bring a little stove with me on the boat. <laughs> I assume everyone does. <laughs> Why else catch a fish? <laughs> uh, Phil Robertson hadn't uh, loved duck hunting so much. We may have never heard of Terry Bradshaw. It's from MC. What does that mean? I don't know. Somebody keeps listening to the wrong show and texting <laughs> us. Today. Well, no, I'm sure that has the tie to the fishing. But Terry Bradshaw was around long well, before Phil Robertson. Yeah, I know Maybe that's a joke that I'm not getting there. I don't know. Uh, they sent a little shrugging emoji. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that kid's goal is to be Chad McKee on Chad McKee's fishing show. Yeah. Take Chad McKee's job. That's what his goal is. Uh, is he all into the lures and all that kind of stuff? I mean, does he have all the jigs and the lures? And yes. The bait like and all, he, he's yes. all into everything? Yes. Like, Do you know the, all that stuff? No, I don't. He's got like three or four. Like my garage right now, if you were to go to my house right now, no lie, the door that leads into the house from the garage, lined up on that wall are four or five fishing poles, two or three tackle boxes, a net, like, probably his weight that he weighs his fish with, like, it's all just sitting there in front of the door. So, he's got it all. He'll go with, uh, he'll ask for Academy gift cards for birthday, Christmas, and go and spend 100 bucks just dropping it on Does lures Does he have a fishing stuff. buddy at the lake? Or is um, he by himself? Like, he'll talk to a bunch of the guys out there, like the men out there about stuff. But he'll, what we'll do is we'll get to the cove. He'll load up his, uh, his canoe Swingers that he's cove. got. And he'll go off to the bank, and he'll fish for hours. That's all he did last year. Fish for That's hours. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Just now, entertains question. himself. Yeah. When you send him off on this canoe in the lake uh-huh. by himself as right. a 10-year-old boy, now yes. 11, right. do you put a snack in there with him in case he gets hungry? No, he can he can come back in the canoe if he gets hungry. So, no. Of course. And he's not, <laughs> yeah, we're not sending him <laughs> across the lake. It's like, you know, 20, 30 feet. It's not far. So <laughs> he's not He's not just taking off on the lake by himself. Um, All right, I, okay. All right, we're getting text messages about Terry Bradshaw and Robertson. Okay. Uh, Teddy and everybody else, thank you. Terry Bradshaw was his backup at Louisiana Tech as a quarterback. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? Well, because I well I, now I I I don't know the story, but I remember hearing it. I think he left playing football because he loved hunting so much, so it gave Terry Bradshaw the opportunity. There was something with Phil. Now that now that you say that, there's something tied there. Maybe he got injured. I don't remember. There's something what does that there. What have to do with our show? Are are they saying that that uh, if Bronx leave quits baseball to go fishing, he could be the Phil Robertson of fishing? Maybe Terry yeah. Bradshaw to emerge. Or <laughs> no, something? maybe maybe they're saying that that's a real opportunity for. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's meaning there. He could but. still become rich and famous by starting a reality TV show about fishing or something. Perhaps maybe that's growing what a long is. beard. Yeah, maybe okay. I don't know. All right, maybe I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm less confused. Thank you. Uh, I have a friend that fishes in college, and they get treated like kings. Free rods, reels, tackle, free gas. Insane how how they get treated. Huh? Free gas right now sounds tremendous. So like every other athlete in college then. 
except for the money, except for the checks that they also get every month. This texter says, compliance? Can we get a segment on income tax preparation also? (laughs) That sounds boring. Uh, is there a rating system for fishermen, and does Parker give out crystal balls on them? <laughs> <laughs> is he a four-star? Uh, four-star fisherman. Uh, this person wants to know if Plank should be watching the Boeing documentary. No, definitely not. No, Plank. I think Plank's shakier than I am on airplanes. At I th- least pre-Boeing I, I think that's something that's kind of built with him, too, over the last few years. It's gotten worse and worse, I think, with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, try flying on the back of a military C-130 cargo plane. You will never be afraid to get on a commercial jet again. That okay. Like, that sounds like a Deal. real man right there. Deal. Hook me up with that. Uh, now, is that the guys that are sitting in the back when they f- do the flyover at Owen Field, you know? They're like legs are dangling out when they do the flyover. You know those guys? They got the back hatch open in those, I don't know my planes, but that's cool. They're all waving at the crowd and everything. Oh, great. Here's the guy giving me advice on my kid and how to handle this baseball. Yeah. He's behind now because this. he's not traveling and playing with these select teams already. Yeah, he is yeah. behind. He's behind. Fine, he he's going to be behind. Fine, he's going to be behind. You jack wagon. Do you feel guilty that you drag your kid to the lake every summer rather than allow no, him to pursue Not his one dream? ounce of guilt whatsoever, no. No. Be behind if that's the case. Be behind. Uh, Yeah, here's all the Phil Robertson stuff. Uh, Phil was the starting QB until... uh, I get it. I get it. I know all that. My question is, what does it have to do with our show today? (laughs) I don't know. They tied that to the fishing somehow. I don't know. Okay. Young Russell Westbrook. That's the answer. I don't know, okay? I know we're talking fishing and baseball. Phil Robertson was the backup for Terry Bradshaw, or the starter, Terry Bradshaw, backup. Please connect the dots for me, someone. In the last two days, we've talked Phil Robertson, fishing, siphoning gas, and CB radios, okay? Young Russell Westbrook. (laughs) By the way, big day today, TJ. Maybe, Maybe they push it to tomorrow, but... 16-hour day of meetings yesterday, Major League Baseball. Uh, ended up going into the wee hours of the night last night. They have pushed the deadline now until 4 o'clock Central Time today to reach an agreement, and if there isn't one, they're going to have to start canceling regular season games. Not true. Well, okay, maybe not. But that's yeah, I mean, I don't believe that is what I'm saying there with that. I, I think they keep moving this back by a few hours a day. Uh, there is a timeline there, but I don't think it's today. Major League Baseball is full of you-know-what if they're saying that they cannot play a full season if they don't get this thing done today. And I realize what they're trying to do, but that's not true. It says, Jeff Passan says, while the sides made progress toward a new deal during the marathon negotiating session, negotiating session, which included more than a dozen meetings and wrap for the night around 1.30 a.m. Central Time. Gaps remain between the sides on the competitive balance tax thresholds, minimum salary, and bonus pool for pre-arbitration player players. Also on the table, the implementation of an international draft. 
the sides plan to resume talks at 10 a.m. this morning, Central Time. They have set a 4 p.m. deadline. And uh, you may or may not be right, but they are saying uh, if they don't reach an agreement, they're going to have to start canceling opening day, which is supposed to be March 31st. I mean, that's it's March 1 now, TJ. It's March. Mm-hmm. It is March. Opening day's in March, and today's March. That's right. That's right. Uh, MLB made significant moves on Monday, bumping the CBT threshold to $220 million, the minimum salary to six seventy five. And the bonus pool to $25 million. Uh, CBT, the union, uh, wants two forty-five, and they're at two twenty. It sounds like we're pretty close. A minimum salary, players want seven seventy-five, and they're at six seventy-five. Come on, we can work that out. Here's the one we're not close on. The bonus pool, the players want $115 million, and they're at $25 million. Oof. Like, how are you that far off on that? That's the one that it, we talked about the other day. That just blows my mind that you could be that far off in that category. The league has made an offer uh, to extend the minimum to 700000 It's at six seventy-five right now. They'll go to 700000 and they'll move the bonus pool to $40 million if – the players will accept playoff expansion to 14 teams. So we'll come up a little bit if you'll open up the playoffs and create some more revenue sources, they're saying. Uh, so there you go. Hey, maybe maybe some a little bit of re- reason for optimism, Teach. We've made some progress. I hope. I, I hope so, but... My goodness, it's my favorite sport, it's my favorite professional sport, and they just cannot get out of their own way. They just can't do it. It is so poorly run, and has been for a long time. And Rob Manfred may be the worst ever. Bring Bud back. I don't think that's possible, but I wish it was was possible. (laughs) Well, keep your fingers crossed, because... There's a lot going on right now. You know, there's college basketball, uh, softball and baseball have started for college. There's uh, the NBA, and we're not missing it. But when opening day rolls around, Teach, and heaven forbid, April, May, June, and we don't have Major League Baseball, it's going to stink big time. So let's get this worked out, fellas. Let's get this worked out. I mean, already you have one of the brightest, si- uh, uh, shining future stars in the sport starting to lean toward fishing rather than on, playing baseball. baseball. We'll be back. Hey, everyone. It's KJ Kindler, OU Women's Gymnastics Coach. Listen to me every week on The Plank Show as we talk everything OU on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. All right, let's uh, hit all the topics I've got written down that we haven't gotten to yet today. Uh, OU baseball, no midweek game. They are gearing up for the weekend. They're headed down to Minute Maid Park in uh, Houston, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Boy, I'll tell you, Teach, they get two out of three this weekend, regardless of who they beat. Oh, that'd be great. Things are looking really rosy to start the year. Uh, their pitching's already caught the attention of a lot of people. So, yeah, if they could take two or three, that would be excellent. It's been a nice start. 
if they yeah the pitching's looking good they won two out of three in arlington uh at the, the beginning of the season against auburn and michigan good wins they get two out of three this weekend watch out you might have something the the road ahead after that is kind i mean they've got you know the utsas and air force and New Orleans, and uh, they might be able to rack up a really nice record before conference play starts. So, But yeah, it's going to be tough. LSU, good. UCLA, good. Tennessee, looks really good. Did Tennessee go to the College World Series last year? They did, didn't they? Yes. I think they did. Yeah, they did. Or did they get beat in the regional final? I can't remember. I had I, I, it seems like there. to me they were there. Yeah. I think you're right. People on the text line have lost your mind, by the way. Like, I don't know what people are listening to today, but or why we're getting so many texts from a wrong show. Let, no, this one just let came me, in. Let me, let me, wait, 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 wait. Let me say this about men's golf so I don't not get it in. Okay. Uh, OU men's golf, 36-hole lead in Vegas. They have uh, played great there. Uh, they've got a seven-shot lead over Texas. Uh, OU at 26-under, Texas at 19-under. Today's the final round. It's a 54-hole tournament to play in its Southern Highlands. Uh, Patrick Welch is tied for first place going into the final round. Okay, go ahead, TJ. Hit me with something. Did you mention anything about Bixby? I mean, maybe I'm not the one listening to the show. I don't think so. Okay, this text just came in from a different person. This is outside of the one that was confusing earlier. El Reno's the number two team uh, ranked in 5A. They would not have played Bixby in in regionals. Bixby beat Enid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who they're texting. <laughs> Is this on? Are we broadcasting today, TJ? Is there some other sports station know. bleeding over uh, under our signal know. this morning? Oh, what else uh, we do have a concerned grandparent, Norman, it says, that they're hoping I uh, will give my kid snack money for the game or at least hand him my credit card. It's hard to get through a game without snacks. I said he's just going to smuggle uh, uh, some nuts and berries in his pocket. <laughs> concerned grandparent, you don't have to be concerned. He'll be fine. He'll be You're fine. joking about nuts and berries in his pocket, <laughs> Yes, right? I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> Goodness gracious, people, stop. Well, let's think about this for a second. This kid is not deprived, trust me. Like, calm down. Yeah. Recent evidence might prove otherwise. Uh, it's a 6 o'clock game. What is your plan to feed the child this evening? Um, Honestly, I don't know. If he's wanting to eat there, I'll let him eat there. If he says, hey, I'd rather eat at home before I go and then have a snack at the game, I'll let him do that. So it, it'll be his choice, whatever he chooses there. And snack there. at the game, uh, whatever will you be giving him a credit card? No, probably not. I'll probably give the coach cash, and we've already discussed that. So I think that's what he he's doing for cash. a lot of them. Right, yeah, because the kids can't use cash, so I think he's going to do that. He'll just pay for he'll it. Just, and you, he'll yeah, just, yeah, 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 rather than, you know, 10 kids having credit cards running through Lloyd Noble Center. Probably not a good idea. Joe would love so, that. <laughs> so just to recap. That the parents would. You do plan on feeding him. Yes. But the manner in which is yet to be determined. Yeah, that'll be his call, however he wants to do it. And, you know, he may decide he does both at the game. I don't know. We haven't discussed that. So 
Bronx, if you get hungry during the game tonight, come down and see Uncle Toby. I'll take care of you. I've always got snacks in my bag, okay? I'm sitting uh, just about four seats down from Coach Moser. You can't miss me. <laughs> this text just came. How about those Minnesota Golden Gophers? <laughs> uh, all right, what else you got? Anything else? No, I think uh, a lot of Phil Robertson <laughs> texts that I don't know what. Victor is mad at you. He's not happy. You have not been doing your top five. So I haven't done the top five in a few days. No, I haven't done that. I need to get back to doing that. Um, Derek Jeter out as Marlins CEO, TJ. I don't know why. I'm always curious about this. I mean, I guess I, I guess you're just addicted to the competition. I guess that's the answer. But it seems to me when you are one of the all-time greats, when you're a legend, when you are Michael Jordan, when you're Derek Jeter, when you're Magic Johnson, when you're Larry Bird, just go bask in being Michael Jordan, Derek Jeter, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird. All you can do is screw it up. And they often do. They often do. I think with Jeter and Jordan, though, in those situations, that is not the craving of competition. It, it is, but it's in the form of developing wealth. I'm not rich enough. I want to continue. And that's their challenge. Like, how much wealth can I build? So that's their addiction. That's their competition at that point, I think. I think it, I think that's what it was with Jeter going into that uh, role, and I think that's what it is with Jordan, with owning a team and the power at Nike and just building that type of wealth. If that makes okay. sense. I mean, there's a lot of ways to build wealth. But sure. like, yeah. Jordan is sitting on the end of the bench or up there like running things and not doing a very good job. And Jeter had zero success in Florida. And you just, all you can do is tarnish your image, you know? That's true. Now that, that, like, go out an icon and just be an icon. Buy, but I guess if you want to buy a team or buy a portion of a team or buy, buy a company or, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever you want to do to, gather wealth go for it i don't know i just some of these guys were unbelievably great players and then they decided i got to be a coach Mm -hmm. patrick ewing like georgetown's terrible man you are the greatest player in georgetown history you are a new york city legend and now he's that bad coach. I just hate seeing it, you know? I have, feel bad for them. situation like that, though, you just want the best for your program that you can Quit defending you're, them. You're trying Quit defending to, them. You're trying to get them back, and your ego says that you can't. Okay, I get it, but... I know what you're saying, and I agree don't with you. Let somebody else who knows what they're doing more do it. Who has been the best... Great player turned coach. Great player turned coach. Great player turned coach. We're probably going to forget someone. Um, yeah, because the ones you're talking about, like Phil Jackson, wasn't a great player. No. Larry Bird was a pretty good coach. Pretty good. 
He got him to the like Eastern he didn't Conference embarrass finals. himself or anything. You know what? He got him to the finals. Finals. Yeah. Right. Yes. No. 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 That was Carlisle. Oh yeah, Carlisle did. I think um, that was Carlisle. But he didn't embarrass himself. But no, they did okay. Um, they did pretty good with Larry. Great coach, a great player turned great coach. I'm trying to think in baseball. I'm sure in baseball it's probably your answer. Baseball, you got like your former catchers, like your Bob Brindleys and your, but like Willie Mays did not become a coach. Bill Russell's the incident in as a player coach. Okay. Um,. How great was Mike Ditka as a player? He was good, wasn't he? He was a he was a you know what somebody else would have to tell me. I think he was a really good player. Yeah, I think he was, and he was a I successful think he was a, coach, but not like an icon of a player. Not like a. What, does Ditka go in the Hall of Fame as a tight end? Now, someone texted oh. in Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr wasn't a great player. He was a good no. role player. Steve uh, Kerr was a role player on a Joe great Torrey team. was sent in. Joe was a good baseball player. Good player, great manager. Dion's been sent in. Possibly, we'll see. It's working out Come so far for him. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Lenny Wilkins. That's a good. Okay, suggestion. yeah, that's a that's Hall a of Fame player. Yeah. Sweet pea, good suggestion. All right, so it's, but but still, I mean, even that's rare. Lenny is what Wilkins you're is a great player. Lenny Wilkins is not Michael Jordan or Derek Jeter or Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like Jason Kidd, world champion, now tremendous Dallas Mavericks coach. Oh, Dusty boy. Baker, that's a good one. But Dusty uh, just falls short. But he's successful. He's a good player, too. Yeah. Bob we'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Crossover! It's time for the crossover, brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. We welcome in now the voice of championship Oklahoma softball, (laughs) the undefeated Chris Plank. Good morning, Plank. What's up, T-Row? How are you today? Good. I'm um, good. I got a game tonight. I feel you. Excited? Oh, yeah. Good deal. Good oh, yeah. Stuff. Could be the last time we're in the Lloyd Noble. Hope it's the last time we're in the Lloyd Noble Center this year. Oh, that's right. Could and be that we have an NIT. That's right. Know. Sorry for my confusion earlier on my text messages. Not confusing. I was just making sure we didn't have the double booking on tomorrow night's game. Gotcha. You know, I think this just, is for Saturday. Is yours is for Saturday. The right. one, the, one uh, the text we got earlier is for Wednesday. I think we're all squared away. We are we are knee deep, knee deep sponsor interviews. Let's go. Late so, season rush of sponsor interviews. Have you noticed that? I did. I did. Not yeah. many early, but I'm very happy about it. So you guys were talking. Let me uh, let me go piece by piece here. As someone who has listened yeah, for ahead. the last two hours, number one, what the heck was that Bixby text about? Um, definitely not texting the right show. We've a few texts like that today that the we think they're listening of to texts a different have nothing show. to do with our show today. I don't know. What um, number two. There is no documentary that I could watch that could make me more paranoid about flying. Is there a new documentary or something? You're in a pressurized capsule that is breaking every single law of gravity. So no, no, there's nothing that will make me feel better. And Toby, when we landed, 
when we landed in LAX, we landed sideways. Sideways. I still haven't recovered from it whenever we flew out last Wednesday. So bring it on. I'll watch whatever. 737 Max, do you know? Um, I don't know. Is uh, no, th- no. The documentary I watch is not to make you feel better about. Me. I know that's what I'm worse. saying. Is there's nothing that can make me feel any worse. I already feel bad every time I get over get on a plane. It's on Boeing. It's on Boeing. Okay. And the downfall of Boeing the last few years because of those crashes that they had in Ethiopia and uh, Indonesia, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they were both relate, both involving the 737 Max, so- which is this new airplane that. They felt like they – anyway, I won't get too into it. Don't watch it. Okay. Is it on Netflix? Yes. So can I – since we're all about, you know, all this free time that we have uh, – that's sarcasm. There is uh, there's a documentary slash podcast that I found in my many hours of travel this past week that is also a Netflix series now. It's called Inventing Anna. Have you heard of this? Uh, have we heard of it? Crazy. Are you all over it? About it. Yeah, I'm already finished it. with it. Are you really? I just I, I watched episode four last night. Did you really? What do you think so far? I love it. See, here's the well, problem. The, the, the girl in it that's playing Anna is the girl from uh, Ozark. I don't know her name. I didn't, Ruth, put, I didn't yeah. put Julia Garner together on that. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. She can really look different. Holy smokes. I didn't catch that. I watched up. So I listened to the whole podcast. There's a BBC podcast about it. And. Uh, I listened to the entire, I think it's like a six-part series, and it's really good. But they don't talk too much about the journalist in it. So I'm, is that an Esquire reporter? I'm, I watched episode Manhattan one. Magazine oh, okay. is in, in the, the show movie. anyway. I mean, okay. it could be Esquire in real okay. life. I don't know. Are you giving this a thumbs up, Toby, so far? Oh, yeah. TJ? Oh, yeah. Yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. Very, very entertaining. The, I, I the, said the I watched it without my wife. Really? And it was one of those that I said, I think I'm supposed to be watching this with my wife. That's what I did with episode one last night. That's exactly what I did, TJ. Look at us kindred spirits. We don't feed our kids. We don't take them to games. (laughs) And we realized when we got to watch uh, a show with our wives. Look at us. Like one and the same. I forgot. I watched the Anthony Edwards episode last night, TJ. Episode four, the Uh Anthony Edwards episode. And I was like, man. He really has fallen since the ER days. <laughs> ER? Goose is letting himself go. At, Wasn't I mean, he in ER? Wasn't yeah, he? No, yes, I just yeah, was. that, That's my point is there's a lot of things that he had been in. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, dude's yeah, a rock star. But he was smart back then. I mean, I, yes, I he- can't believe he fell for Anna. <laughs> Chris, have a great show today. Toby, have a great call tonight, man. Thank you. 6 o'clock game, 5.30 pregame tonight. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.